is where the magic is. We're going to not focus on the water, the money that's coming in and going out. We're going to focus on what you need to grow and what we need to come in so that we can actually really be profitable. This is just our baseline, remember? This is just our baseline. We need profit, baby. Welcome to The Clinical Entrepreneur, a business podcast that's dedicated to healthcare practitioners just like you who are hustling every day to build a business and a life you're proud of. Join me, Rhonda Nelson, as I share my own experiences and extract actionable advice from industry experts about what it takes to build and scale a profitable wellness practice. podcast. It has been a while since I've recorded one of these. I was traveling and getting caught up on some cool and exciting projects. I just re-recorded a brand new comprehensive lesson inside Clinical Academy all about the microbiome. So I was busy doing that and hanging out with some friends. I went and spent some time with my family. So I'm glad to be back with you. I have a topic that I want to share with you today about how to determine your break-even point. You're probably thinking, what the heck is that? Well, I'm going to tell you. Your break-even point is the number that you have to make every month in income in your business in order to break even, right? Pretty simple. Now, so right now in Clinical Business Academy, we're talking all about numbers. We've been talking about finance for several weeks now. And all of the practitioners all kind of get the glassy-eyed look when we start talking about finances. I was like, ah, debits and credits and I don't, I, no, no, no. And, you know, everybody gets kind of glazed over and panic-stricken. But the way that I explain it is like this. The health of your financial business gives you information about the health of your business when you look at your financial statements. And to most of us, this is like deer in the headlights, right? There's a few unicorns that you might be listening out there and you're like, oh yeah, I love my numbers. I'm all about the numbers. Good on you. I've had to learn how to be that way in my own business. But for most practitioners that I work with, everybody's like, no, they're allergic to them. So what I'm going to do is we're going to break this down, make it super simple for you today. I just want you to like, just listen to what I have to say here because it's going to make a difference for you in your business. So it's disheartening. I know you work so hard every day and you're seeing patients, and the money comes in, and it goes out, and you check your bank balance at the end of the day or the end of the week, you're like, oh, is that all that's there? I need some money for my personal use. I need to transfer some money out, which is known as a draw or an owner's draw. I need to pull some money out because I got to pay my house payment or pay my car payment or buy groceries, put gas in the car, whatever it is. And there's not very much in there. And you think, what the heck have I been doing? I'm working so hard. Because we don't understand how the money goes in and how the money goes out. So the most important thing for your business that you need to know is, and this is key, how much does it take for you to keep your clinic open and run your household? Because your business provides the income for two things, to keep the clinic running and to provide for you and your household. So it's not just paying the rent on your brick and mortar business, but you all got to pay your mortgage or your rent on your house. It's not just software at work. You have, you know, a car payment that you have to pay personally. You've got home expenses and business expenses. So what we need to do, since the business is the one that's generating the revenue, what we have to do is figure out how much does it take for you to do both of those things. 
And unfortunately, most practitioners are in the habit, the bad habit, I might add, of just checking the bank account balance. Well, there's $5,000 in there. I think I'll take four. It'll be good. Or maybe $3,500 and I'll leave a little bit. I mean, really, if you have done that, you could quietly in your mind raise your hand because I'm raising mine. We have all done it. But without knowing what those baseline expenses are, it looks like the money in your bank account is just a free-for-all. But I'm going to show you how to calculate it and figure it out so that now you'll know. And we're going to do a little bit of mindset work at the end. Are you ready? So first of all, here's the strategy. Here's what you got to do. It's going to take a little work, but I don't want you to be afraid. I've got you. I'm in your back pocket. Just listen to the sound of my voice. There's nothing to be panicked about here. Nothing. We're going to get through this. We're going to do it together. If you need to come back and listen to this podcast episode with your profit and loss statement in front of you, it's okay. You can do that because I got you. You got this. So here's the first thing we need to do. I want you to get your statements, your profit and loss statement from your bookkeeper or your accountant. If you happen to be one of those practitioners that does not use accounting software for your business, you probably should. That's just a very loving and very firm and gentle nudge to get you moving in that right direction. However, if you can get financial reports from your accountant bookkeeper, then what we need is the profit and loss. And I want you to get the profit and loss for last month, right? Last month, whatever last month is. At the time this recording doesn't matter, whatever the last full month is, okay? That's the first step. If you don't have that access to that type of report, then what I want you to do, this is a little more time consuming, but you can do it. All I want you to do is go through your bank statement. You can all have a bank statement. Go through your bank statement. I will want you to look at every single charge that comes through. And I want you to kind of make a list on the side of the categories. Like this is rent and utilities. These are office expenses. These are payroll expenses. And this is everything else. So don't have to get too granular, but I want you to get an idea of What's going out? In other words, don't look at the income side yet. We're going to get to that in a minute. I just want you to look at your expenses. So once you've added up all your expenses, and that includes payroll, by the way. So if you have employees, that includes your payroll. And on a side note, you really should be paying yourself something. You need to be paying yourself for the work that you're doing. Now, you don't have to pay yourself a full you know, $100,000 a year, 80000 or whatever, but you do need to be paying yourself something as a W-2 employee because you are an employee of the business. Anyway, you're going to add up all your expenses. You're going to add up your payroll. At the bottom line, what does it take you to run the business? But we're not done. Those are just your expenses. Now, what I want you to do, step two, is I want you to add in the amount of wages or a draw, I should say, the amount that you pull out when you go log in and check your bank account, I want you to add in the amount that you pull out every month. So if you don't know, go back and look through a couple of bank statements and get an average. Like maybe you're pulling out five, six, seven thousand $7,000 a month. Okay, it's fine. There's no, no right or wrong. I don't know what your household expenses are. Only you do. So whatever you're pulling out, I want you to add that to the number. Okay, so the first number is all of the hard expenses, rent, utilities, internet, software, office supplies, all the things, okay? That's the first part. The second part, you're going to now add to that the amount that you pull out every month in the form of a draw. Those are the kind of your wages, so to speak, but you're taking them as a draw. That's number two, okay? That's what you're using to maintain your household. 
The third thing is don't freak out yet. Don't freak out. We're almost there. The third thing I want you to do is, and this might be a little tricky, I want you to add in what it would cost you every month for your business income tax. So if you don't know, here's how you can find out. You look at your last year's taxes, so like whatever the last calendar year was, look at last year's taxes and look at the amount of money that you owed the IRS. Now, if you make like quarterly deposits, then that's easy. If you pay in so much every quarter, that's easy. Divide that by three and that's how much it is every month. That's the number I'm trying to get to. What is the income tax liability for you every single month? We're going to factor that in to your overhead because you got to pay it, right? We might as well factor it in. That's the third thing is your income tax liability for the month. And then lastly, I want you to add in and don't run away when I say this, like stay with me here. Lastly, number four, I want you to add in a five to $10,000 cushion per month, not year, per month. So we're going to add in a cushion. And there's a number of reasons that we want to do this, but a big reason is that sometimes there are business expenses that come up that we're not prepared for. So for instance, maybe your computer breaks, you got to go buy a new computer. We need to plan to have enough of a cushion in our bank account so that we can handle those expenses when they come up. Or maybe you need to order some new supplements and you need to kind of restock and you're going to expand your inventory a little bit. You need a little bit of cash flow cushion in your bank account. Okay, so we're going to go five to $10,000 and then you're going to total it all up. So there's four things. Let me review them again. Number one is your hard expenses. All the business expenses, including payroll, all of the things that go into actually keeping the business open, okay, the business side. Then you're going to add in how much money you need to keep your household running. In other words, what is it that you pull out of your business now to pay for your gas and your meals and your car and your roof over your head and all the things? That's number two. Number three is your business tax liability. So what is your income tax? Like what you're going to pay the government at the end of the year in taxes? So that just take your annual tax, whatever you paid last year, maybe you paid $20,000, don't divide that by 12 and that's your monthly amount that we wanna factor in. And then number four, we need that cushion, right? That five to $10,000 cushion. So now you've got your number. Now you got your number. Let's just say it's, I don't know, $20,000. Let's just say that's your number, okay? And you say, oh my gosh, $20,000? That's a lot of money. It takes me $20,000 to live on my own and to run this business. Holy crap, that's a lot of money. Yes, it is. But now this is where the magic is. We're going to not focus on the water, the money that's coming in and going out. We're going to focus on what you need to grow and what we need to come in so that we can actually really be profitable. This is just our baseline, remember? This is just our baseline. We need profit, baby. So what we're going to do is if your baseline break-even number is 20000 a month, then I want you to focus on twenty-five to 30000 that that's your revenue goal. Because here's how money works. Here's how I like to think about it. Money is like water, okay? It's like water. It flows in and it flows out. Water, unless there's a low spot where it collects, in other words, it's an intentional, whether it's an intentional or unintentional, but you got a low spot and the water can't flow. It has to collect there. Your water, other than that, your water just going to flow in and flow out. 
Now, there are two ways in a business that you can manage your water or your flow, your money intake. Money either comes in and you have a very specific way of directing it, just like you would water. So if I have a garden and I'm going to put my sprinklers on and I have little hills in my garden and I know the water is going to seek the low spot, right? So the water is going to run down the low spots, then I'm controlling where the water goes. It might hit my little high spot where I've got a little seedling going, but it's going to run down to the lowest part and it's going to run out of the garden or down into the ground. So money is always flowing. It's always going somewhere. If you don't have a plan for where your water goes, the water's just going to go everywhere. So if you have a big empty field and that's your business, let's say, and you just start spraying water on it, it's going to find its own little channels. Maybe it's going to run into the neighbor's yard. Maybe it's going to make a big pool and a big mess right in the middle of the yard. There's no regulation or control about where the water or the money goes. So what I want you to do is I want you to be very intentional about looking at your finances and seeing where is my money going? Is your money going all the places you want it to? Or when you look at your finances, you go, I see last month I spent $1,000 on a new purse. I'm just making it up. I would never spend that on a purse. Makes no sense to me that I'm going to put crap in. I'm going to spend it. No, that's I'm out. Anyway, side note, did you have an impulse buy that you took out of your business? Was it based on your mood? You ate out more because you just didn't feel like cooking or whatever it is. The water in your business, that money that comes in, you have a very clear plan about where it goes. And by figuring out what your break-even is, we're not making necessarily the channels or where the water is going, but you have a good idea in your mind. You know, this is how much I need. This is the channel. This is the dollars, the amount of water I need to keep my business open. Even if you have a virtual practice, you still have overhead. And this is how much money I need to keep my personal life open. They both have to go together. Then we got to pay taxes. And then we need that cushion. So we need to know where the water goes. So let's go back to this example. Let's just say your overhead, your break-even point is $20,000, but you know that you're going to shoot for 25. You're like, yes, I'm going to make $25,000 this month in income, okay? The water, the water coming out of the hose, 25,000. We know that 20,000 of it is going to go down our water channels. We want $5,000 to collect in the little pond at the end of the month. So if we look at $25,000, what does that equal? Well, Simple math. It feels overwhelming when you think about $25,000, but let's break it down. So if we have four weeks in a month, which is always a little more than four, four in a few days. So if we have four weeks in a month, that's about $62.50 a week, okay? $62.50 a week. You think, oh my gosh, that's like a lot. Well, that breaks down to $12.50 a day, okay? So five days a week, you need to make $12.50 that day. And you think, oh, well, okay, I could probably do that. So if you're a chiropractor, and you are adjusting people and your adjustment is $65. If you do 15 adjustments, that's $1,000 right there. You saw 15 people. You could do that easy. 15 people. You just made $1,000. Now we need to get to $1,250. So how do you make up the other $250? Well, you sell a few supplements. That's all because your patients are going to be needing other types of care anyway. Or maybe you do have more physio in your practice. So maybe it's, you know, some rehab stuff that you're selling or you've got more of a gym athletic type of a practice and you're doing some athletic performance type things. There's always something else you have that you can sell to them. 
that they need. And when I say sell, I really mean doing this with integrity. I'm not talking about like, you know, selling people that things they don't need. That's not my jam. And I'm sure it's not your jam. So when I say this, I'm talking about with integrity. What do they really need? What can you recommend? And then we let them make the decision, right? We are not their financial counselor. All we do is we make the recommendation. I was just telling this in my clinical business academy group. I said, look, when you go to a restaurant and you have a really good waiter, all they do is give you the menu. You get to decide. And then I might say to the waiter, hey, how's the clam chowder? And the waiter might look at me and go, I don't think you really need the clam chowder. It's not very good anyway, but I would highly recommend X, Y, and Z. And then I say, great, that's what I'll take then. Those three things is what I'll take. That's what your patients are waiting on you to do. They just want you to tell them what to do. Give the menu, but then make the recommendation. So now you've done it. You did 15 adjustments in a day. You sold a few supplements. Boom, you nailed it. What if you don't do, you're not a chiropractor, you're not an acupuncturist, you're just a health coach, you are doing nutritional consults all day long. What does that look like? Well, at $175 each, you could easily get that for a 30-minute consult. No more than 45. If you're doing it for more than that, then we need to talk, friend, because you're giving away your services. But let's say it's $175. You do five of those in a day. That's almost $900. And there again, you've got some supplement sales on the back end of that. Boom, you're done. So what if you just had five appointments a day, a new patient and four appointments or any combination of the above? It's not that hard. So whatever your baseline break-even number is, add a little bit more on it to shoot for a little bit higher income. This is our profit. And then reverse engineer it to see how much you get to generate, how much money is going to come to you in the month, because now you know what your numbers are. So there's nothing to be afraid of. And this is sometimes a conversation that practitioners don't want to have. They're not comfortable with it. They're like, well, I don't want to talk about money because I do this because I want to serve people. Okay, well, tell that to the person who you have to pay rent to. Try that on. So when practitioners tell me, you know, well, I'm not doing it for the money. Well, then close up your business. See how that works for you. How's that going to work when you need to eat? You got to pay your rent or your house payment and put, you know, soccer clothes on your kids or buy yourself some new clothes or, you know, pay for your car. Yeah, you kind of do have to work and you do have to make some money. So what happens is we get profit and we get greed confused. I'm not talking about greed. I'm talking about running a business. This is not a charity. This is a for-profit business. So I want you to, instead of focusing on the lack, the money that's going out the door, the things that you're like, oh, I have to pay that big bill. Oh, can't believe that this rent is so much. I don't want your mind to be there. What I want you to do is I want you to open your mind, open your thought, and focus on the water that's coming in. I want you to really use that analogy. Think about all the water that's just gushing into your business. This water that's coming in and you, my friend, get to say what channels it goes down. How much for you? How much for the business? How much for savings? How much to pay income? You're the one that gets in control. But I want you to think about it from a place of abundance because when we always focus on the lack and there's not enough money and I only have X in my bank account, that is a lack mentality, my friend. And you know this, what you think about, you bring about. So I want you to focus on the abundance. And this is not from a point of being greedy, but I want you to focus on the abundance, the water that's coming in. It's raining in. The rain is coming down. It's saturating you. You've got more than enough. 
And that will keep you focused on the right thing because where the rain and the money and the income comes from is when we're serving. It's when you serve. You can't serve when you're looking behind you at all the money that just got dropped back there on the whatever expenses. That money's never coming back. Let's focus on the abundance that's going to come. But the abundance, the rain, the water, the income, that comes pouring into your business when you're serving. And so focus on the revenue, the income, and the ability that you have to serve. Because once you've got that report in your hand and you start looking at those expense accounts, you're going to look at it with a completely different point of view. You look at those expense accounts and you're like, oh yeah, I got the four-step formula from Rhonda. Now I'm going to shoot $5,000 higher this month in my income and I am going to wait for it to rain, baby. We are going to bring in the income because I want to serve even more people. And then you get to channel that money wherever you want. And if more of it goes over into your channel on your side that helps you build a nice little nest egg and retirement or pay off a debt or a student loan or whatever, and your personal side, all better, right? Because you're exchanging a service, how you're providing that service for the patient in exchange for that rain. And there is nothing wrong with that. So it's time, friend. No more messing around. We are going to take your business to the next level because you're going to focus on how to make it rain. Are you with me? Well, I hope that you are. And I hope in your mind you said, yes, I'm in. I want to make it rain. Well, one of the ways that you are able to serve in a more authentic way is by increasing and always improving your clinical knowledge. And that's why I want to invite you To join me for the Functional Blood Chemistry Seminar is coming up in October, but right now you can join the wait list. And the wait list is going to get you all kinds of super cool stuff. We are sending out a new resource every single week for you that's going to help you learn how to incorporate functional blood chemistry in your practice. And then when the seminar comes in October, you're really going to have your mind open to all kinds of possibilities when it comes to serving your patients even better. So go to rondanelson.com forward slash FBC. This, my friend, when you sharpen your clinical skills, when you add to your clinical toolbox, this is how you're able to serve your patients and make it rain. So I'm here to help you. I'm going to help you grow your business and I'm here to help you sharpen those clinical skills, get more resources in your toolbox so you can serve more authentically get better patient outcomes, and learn a little bit. But at the end of the day, we're making it rain. Go to rondanelson.com forward slash FBC for functional blood chemistry. Get on the wait list because that's where all the good stuff is. And I'll see you there. And I'll see you next week on the podcast. Take care.